Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Oh my goodness, we have a giveaway, Breath. What? Oh, I love giveaways. And we are giving away three, one, two, three. Uno, dos, tres. One, two, third. Un, dos, trois. 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray combo packs of Overlord. Oh, isn't that J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And you know you're going to get almost an hour bonus material here. Oh, my gosh. Now, along with J.J. Abrams producing this... Starring in it? Who are these people? We have Giovanna Depo, Wyatt Russell, Bo yeah. King Woodbine, others, right? But what's going on in this movie? Do you Have you seen this? You know what? I haven't seen it. I am going to watch it. But what I do know, it is like a mesh between uh, a war movie, an action movie, a thriller, uh, definitely horror, because I've seen the trailer. It scares the wits out of you. But basically, these American paratroopers drop into what seems like some hostile Nazi (laughs) kind of world and they have to come face to face with these super soldiers. I mean, I don't know what I'm watching or think I'm watching, but it's from J.J. Abrams, so I'm sure it's going to be quite interesting. Yeah, and you know, many of the critics really liked it, so your chance to enter our Overlord giveaway ends on Wednesday, March 6th. Oh, y'all better get on it. And that's at midnight Eastern time. So again, Wednesday, March 6th. Get on it, as the ref says. And the three winners will be announced on Friday, March 8th. <laughs> so you can check it out on whywatchthat.com. You can go to our Instagram page at whywatchthat. And guess what? If you want it, well, why don't you come and get it? The Why Watch That Talk. Oh my goodness, Tinsel Town's tizzy is now tamed. (laughs) (laughs) The Oscars have come and gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of this episode. Tinsel Town's tizzy has been tamed. No, the Oscars have come and gone. It's it's the 2019 Oscars. We know the results. And boy, have we had a road and a journey here as why watch that. We have gone to screenings, mm. rented. We've gone to events. We've done a lot of things to prepare for Sunday night. Yeah. Now the results are out. The award season is officially finished, and uh, <laughs> what a fizzle or bang, however you want to interpret that, it was on Sunday night. Mm. Wow. The hostless Oscars. Very much hostless. How did, I, how did you receive that? You know what? I felt it. I was asking some people around uh, today. Mm-hmm. It's, as of taping, it's the day after. And I was asking, and they were like, oh, it doesn't matter. And I thought to myself, I miss, like, 
hosts and hosting. Now, the kind of hosts that I miss are back in the day where the hosts had actual bits. Not just like little, you know, little this and there, but they had whole scenes. Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, yes, yes. All of them, just amazing hosts, in my opinion. Even Ellen DeGeneres. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, watch out. Not only was she nominated for Best Actress, but I think she made a play for hosting the 2020 Oscars. I am talking about none other than Melissa McCarthy, and we'll get to why in just a moment. <laughs> she would be a great host, don't you think? I love her. And so, Brian Tyree Henry, the no, host. <laughs> I you know, her getting Maya Rudolph involved. Let's get these people going. Yes, yes. But for now, we're going to talk about the winners and those who didn't. First of all, we want to say is why watch that. We want to say congratulations to everybody, everyone who's made um, this possible. It, it, it is a frenzy. It is a, it, it, it's crazy yeah. here in Hollywood and in New York. But it's all worth it because we got to see some amazing cinema this year. Let's start with the... Um, the category that I I don't really ever know who wins. I I think I always get it wrong just about every single time. We're talking about sound mixing. Sound mixing. These are the folks that, you know, good Lord, if we cut these categories from being aired, I, I think there would be riots in the Hollywood streets. Yeah. <laughs> For sound mixing, we've got Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and a star is born. Now, notice that two of these movies have um, incorporated singing or concert-like settings. And that's really, really difficult when you're, you know, doing all sorts of things. But Bohemian Rhapsody took it home. Yeah. Completely took it home with that. I believe we had talked about earlier that they, were, they had to weave in not only Rami's voice, but also... Um, Freddie Mercury's actual voice along with an impersonator. Like there was a lot happening with sound mixing. So they, they took it that night. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Makes perfect sense, especially with the nonsense that went on behind the scenes of that movie. I, Every award they got, keep that in thought in mind. These people supposedly went through a nightmare with Brian Singer. I don't know. I wasn't there. You weren't there. That's what they say. <laughs> now, sound editing nominees very similar a, a little change black panther bohemian rhapsody first man which first man listen to our snubs episode because yeah i'm gonna start going and i'm not gonna do it a quiet place okay. snubs episode and roma bohemian rhapsody gets it as it should. If you're going to do it for editing, mm -hmm. like putting in sound, or excuse me, for mixing, you, you definitely should, you know, award it for some sort of editing. Yeah, so. it makes sense. But I did love the sound of A Quiet Place and First Man. Or yeah. the lack of. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to makeup and hairstyling. Now, if you remember in the news, <laughs> the Oscars announced firmly that they were cutting these um, acceptance, uh, uh, acceptance speeches uh, from the actual broadcast. I think there were a Brad Pitt chimed in, Clooney, like a ton of people. We got Russell Crowe um, because along with that, they threw in cinematography as well. And they decided to air it. Now, 
the people who actually accepted it stumbled all over the place. So they they better watch out next year. But for makeup and hairstyling, we have a Border. We've got Mary Queen of Scots and Vice. And of course, Vice takes it home. I mean, good gracious, Christian Bale looks nothing like Dick Cheney in real life. And somehow they made it happen along with, you've got uh, Tyler Perry playing Colin Powell. you got Amy, uh, Amy Adams, 30 pounds heavier. It's just amazing work, amazing work. Yeah, great work, no shock. Um, now to visual effects, which pleased me. Our nominees. <laughs> You're not easily pleased. <laughs> nominees, Avengers Infinity War, which is lacking on this list, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. The winner is First Man. You better believe it. I'm shocked, though. I, To be honest with you, I am completely shocked about that one mm -hmm. it, yeah yeah maybe that's some people in the academy going they need to get something right <laughs> <laughs> well let's move on to probably one of the biggest moments last night i mean one of the biggest moments and that was the performance of the original song uh not only was it a big moment of what happened but also a very big moment of what didn't happen yeah so we have um all the stars from black panther and again that's kendrick lamar and crew he did not perform nor did anyone perform for them um it was definitely missed but he also didn't do the grammys either so no shade really yeah and that was his decision everybody it was not the academy exactly. he said no i'm finishing my album in england yes uh <laughs> i'll fight from rbg sung by jennifer hudson yep we had the place where lost things go from mary poppins returns sung by uh beautifully uh, by bet midler i mean we love it when she comes out Shallow from A Star is Born. That is not sha la 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 la. Music and you know, all that stuff by Lady Gaga. It was performed by Brad Cooper and Lady Gaga. And When a Cowboy Traces Spurs for Wings. And you're thinking, where is that from? It's from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, you know, the uh, Coen Brothers uh, movie that's on Netflix. Yeah. Taking it home, no surprise here. Absolutely no surprise. Shallow, from A Star is Born. It's, it is the perfect quintessential song for a movie. That is why you nominate a song like that and it, why it wins. It makes sense. And they did an amazing job performing. Absolutely, completely agree. They were, like you said, performing. They were acting yes. the song. You can tell they were nervous at the beginning, but when Lady Gaga started belting. Yeah, that's where she stood. And I do have to say, not as a knock, but when you watch the performance of When a Cowboy Traces Birds for Wings, just keep in mind, it's a <laughs> that was a beautiful country performance. But when you actually see it in the movie, <laughs> it is hilarious because of what happened so i kind of thought that was a little lost but you know it, yeah. it was performed quite nicely for buster scruggs just you don't even have to watch the whole thing watch the titular part he means the first <laughs> the the ballad of buster scruggs that's the first one and then go to the gold prospector and then you know you got enough 
Now, original score. Black Panther. Mm. Black Klansman. Mm. If Beale Street could talk. Mm-hmm. Where's the hate you give in this list? And um, sorry to bother you. I mean, they got all the black movies here, right? What happened? Oh, stop it. Isle of Dogs and Mary Poppins Returns. Who wins? Black Panther. Now, this is when, Ref, I got to say. I okay. I was watching this and I went, mm, I can see them doing something because something's not going to win Best Picture. That's what I was thinking here. Mm-hmm. You know, to be honest, Ludwig um, Garanson, or however you say his name properly, he's really been, um, he did well at the Grammys. He took it there. Mm-hmm. He also, if you don't know, um, accepted the award for the Song of the Year, which was um, This is America um, from Childish Gambino. He also was a part of that. He really is pop not popular he's 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 made a splash here and ryan coogler has worked with him on i believe all of his movies Hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's a trust there now would i have picked this um i can't say i would have but um it was a huge win for black panther yeah yeah can't say i would have uh-huh yep And I guess it's my turn (laughs) (laughs) Animated feature film. We have The Incredibles 2. Love that movie. Isle of Dogs. Haven't seen it yet, but will. Uh, Mireille. uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. And um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe made it. Got it. Love that movie. I saw it in the theater with a bunch of kids. And most of them were like, what is happening? But I was thoroughly enjoying myself because there were some dramatic moments. And it was beautiful to see um, Shamik get up on stage. And he, he actually, what's Shamik's last name? Moore. Moore, that's right. He got up on stage and was a part of the acceptance of that, of the, of the best, basically best animated picture and he rightfully so he did the voice of of the young uh spider-man it was absolutely marvelous absolutely just an amazing animated feature i highly recommend it and uh it was a well-deserved win yeah absolutely and you know this is miles morales that super uh, spider-man so i'm so happy for them I'm, i'm not surprised that they won uh, and it was, I enjoyed their acceptance speech. I enjoyed how they talked about, hey, the moment we're in, being inclusive. Everybody, anybody can be behind the mask. There you go. Now, for documentary feature, we have Free Solo. Mm-hmm. We have Hale County this morning, this evening. Mining the gap of fathers and sons and RBG. I've seen all of these. I've also seen some other documentaries that we talk about in our snubs episode segment, check it out. Three Identical Strangers, uh, Mr. Rogers, that documentary, get it together. But they weren't here. The winner is Free Solo. I gotta tell you, Ref, mm. I finished this movie right before the Oscars, a few hours before. I was watching it, and if you don't know what Free Solo is, everybody, that's when you're rock climbing without a rope. Oh, no, 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 no. So the guy here went to Yosemite, yep, Mm -mm. and free soloed 
El Capitan, that big rock there. <gasps> and the cameras are there. Like Now they had his friends do camera work because they know what they're doing. So they rock climb too. Like the whole thing. Oh my goodness. I was, my hands were sweating. My feet Uh-oh. were sweating. My eyes were tearing. I had to have a, a tissue watching. I'm telling you, oh I'm gosh, not exaggerating. Everywhere, just leaking. <laughs> it was something. Now, the rest of these movies are completely different. That's a part of why it won, but it is an experience. Oh, oh I can't wait to check it out. Foreign language film. Uh, Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters. Now, I've seen Cold War, Roma, and Shoplifters. They have not seen... Um, or never look away but tonight or excuse me yesterday it was Roma who took it no surprise here I mean he almost swept everything he was nominated for when we're talking about Alfonso Cuaron very beautiful movie technically superb it's no um it's not strange that it won but I will have to say if you get a chance listeners shoplifters Cold War was wonderful and beautifully shot and all those things. But my favorite out of this category has to be Shoplifters from Japan. It, I think you said something earlier. It's still with you. It, it's a movie that doesn't leave you. It's such a beautiful, unexpected movie. So yeah. well done for everyone in this category. Completely agree with what you said. Uh, and you know, I, I, check out my review of Shoplifters, everybody. I, we are telling you. That is a wonderful movie. It, it Cold War, like you said, all of that. Now, Roma winning this, you knew this, Ref. Others know this. No picture is one foreign language film and then one best picture. So, moving on. Move on. Film editing. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Klansman. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody. The Favorite. Ooh, popping up here. Green Book. And Vice, the winner is Bohemian Rhapsody. Shocking, but you know why. I didn't know why, but I was shocked. The reason is, this editor essentially was working alone <laughs> for most of this. by that? Well, Brian Singer, the titular director. <laughs> the first director, he means. Now, supposedly they said he did about 85% of this movie. This is almost finished. That's, 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 he about wrapped it up there. He did all kind. there was all kinds of drama behind the scenes. And then more drama about him has come out. If you want to look it up, you can. Problems with Rami Malek and others. Fired the man. He wasn't showing up to work. Mm-hmm. He has reasons, whatever. Brought in a new director. But hey, in, in the interim of all of this, John Ottman, the winning film editor here, he was, he was in his editing bay trying to get this movie together. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he wins here. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, as a movie, I, I'll wait until Best Picture to talk about it. Yeah, let's wait. Costume Design, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots, and Ruth Carter took it home for Black Panther. Now, wait a minute. She got up there and said, it's about time, basically is what she said. <laughs> I mean, literally, she said, y'all missed it. <laughs> like, we got this one right. Now, Ruth has been around for quite some time. She even thanked Spike Lee for giving her her start. She did not go back. She did a number of other things. We all know that she's well-respected in the community. 
here in Hollywood and everybody, I mean, not one person in there. We, we were all excited that Ruth got her due with Black Panther. And those costumes are amazing. Let's just, let's just be real. Oh, this is no surprise. Ruth Carter deserves every bit of that Oscar. And, and you know, so. <laughs> you know, there you go. A bit of yours. <laughs> hey. Now, from costume design to production design, Black Panther, the favorite, First Man, mm. Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. The winner is, of course, Black Panther. Um, now, for production design, it's also set decoration. They both get the award. So Hannah Beekler for production design and Jay Hart for set decoration. And Hannah Beekler, first African-American uh, to be nominated, I believe, and certainly to win in this category. And boy, oh boy, she made sure that she gave her speech and poor Jay Hart didn't get his chance. Well, but there we go. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was historic and, you know. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll be back. Yeah. Um, cinematography, which almost again got cut from the live broadcast of the Oscars. I mean, people, you should, if you can, listeners, go back and read uh, Russell Crowe's response. I mean, I was like, whoa, Russell, let's let's just take a step back here. Well, and, it is ridiculous to try to cut cinematography. Yeah, That's ridiculous. The thing about, not to belittle you listeners, you, you know, there is a director, and then there's the one who makes it happen. <laughs> who's the cinematographer if you don't have a solid director a solid cinematographer and an amazing editor there is no movie literally uh someone said that they were they were cut i think it was ryan reynolds you're cutting the whole reason there is cinema you can't have cinema without a cinematographer like literally you can have it without no sound you can have it without you know (laughs) You, you just can't do it without cinematography. So anyway, all that to say, Cold War. No surprise there. The Favorite. Again, no surprise. Never Look Away. There it is again. It almost looks like the foreign film. <laughs> <laughs> Roma and A Star is Born. And of course, this again was no surprise. Alfonso Cuaron won it for Roma. Remember, this man wrote it directed it he did the cinematography he did the editing he did the catering he drove people around he did casting he also was the best boy grip and uh you know uh the wrangler for all the animals yeah (laughs) i don't know about all that but he did do cinematography (laughs) producer you know we, we got all kinds of things that he did he won obvious win here though there is some stiff competition in this category. Yeah, this was a tough one. Cold War. Oh. Okay, but you know I love Alfonso Cuarón. Now. You just like saying his name, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we have original screenplay next. Yes, original. The favorite. First reformed. Oh, okay. That's a sneaky one. Interesting. Green Book, Roma, and Vice. The winner, shockingly. It's Green Book. Yeah, now look. Really, it was it was a surprise. I, you could see uh, uh, out in the audience. I would just say <laughs> this shouldn't even be nominated in this category. Oh, whoa, whoa! That script is thanks <laughs> to Viggo Mortensen, Mahershala Ali, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, yeah. they clean that sucker up. 
Yeah, they said it too in the in the acceptance speech. <laughs> now look, now there's all kinds of things swirling behind this movie. We'll talk about that when the moment's right. But Nick Vallelonga, whose father is the Tony Lip in the the movie, he has a problem in his personal life. So you know the whole Green Book thing is causing a stir. We'll keep talking about that, but just know, regardless of that, at Why Watch that we do want to talk about the work. The work here, I have to say, was lacking. It was a bit stunted in the writing, but they're lucky they had the cast they had to salvage it. Now, was it the worst script in the world? No. No, no, no. 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 It was serviceable enough for great actors. And where in the world is eighth grade? You'll hear that in the snubs. Oh, now let's go to best adapted screenplay. We have in the running The Ballad of Buster Scruggs by the Coen Brothers. Black Klansman. Mm. Mm. Can you ever forgive me? Can you? If Beale Street could talk now, they're getting a lot of love, but didn't get the love. Right. (laughs) Which is interesting. A Star is Born. Now, if you look through this list, you couldn't get any more opposite as far as these stories. But another shocker, another surprise, mm. Black Klansman takes it home. And even though there are four writers, it was Spike Lee doing the talking and the jumping oh. and yeah. the wailing and the, the bamboozling <laughs> all up and down that stage. I tell you what, I said, you know what? The thing about it is, Spike Lee's career has been so long and vast, and he's made such a mark in modern cinema that this was definitely a gift to him. Mm-hmm. It was it was certainly like Spike, we recognize you for pushing the envelope forward. This is for you. Now, in my opinion, was this Spike's best work? Uh no. No, no, no. no. You did y'all see Malcolm X? <laughs> did you did you listen to the words Malcolm X was that like that is a great script. Did you even watch and read do I read do the right thing. Have you mm. read it? Mm. So um and he did say in his speech, you know, he he did acknowledge the fact that they didn't do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you you did now. They they made up for it, and Spike was very very happy, and and a, apparently Sam Jackson was extremely happy happy to announce it. So, well, Sam Jackson, um, remember, he was in everybody. almost every movie. Yeah, and, and remember, <laughs> Jungle Fever, one of the greatest acting performances ever. Okay, you're now, getting off text. Moving on. No, but no. Let me just say about Black Klansman, written wise, I'm going to concur with the ref. I wonder this, Ref. I wonder if Spike Lee had written this alone, what this movie would have been. Oh, it would have been way above, yeah. I, 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 would, I would have ventured to say that. Yeah, because I did not feel the sting, and I think that's why it's getting love, unfortunately. The end of this movie, when he goes to the footage from Charlottesville, it's like, whoa, why didn't you make a documentary of that? Why didn't you make a documentary? Because uh, me, it's the beginning of the movie that really sold the, me. That, that too. That Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. bit, that to me was the movie. If you're gonna do a satire, that that's the movie. That's my point. So it didn't sell the satire. It, people were too comfortable watching that. And there are reasons for that. 
Now that story is a true story, tell it, but where is the sting? Where is that from Bamboozle where everyone felt the sting? Everybody, and you can see the reaction. Look at the different reactions from the critics, except for Roger Ebert, the great and late Roger Ebert. Take a look at Bamboozled again. So as someone whose uh, taste in movies actually was heavily affected by Spike Lee, I'm just going, mm, I wonder what it would have been like by yourself now. But you know what? It's like mm -hmm. Scorsese, just to add in, with yeah. he won for The Departed. Yeah. It, was that his best movie? Oh, come on, no. But it was an acknowledgement of all the work that he's done. And mm -hmm. so there you go. Right. And you know, the Academy is late now. As per usual. Like way late. Now, actress in a supporting role. Amy Adams for Vice. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Marina de Tavira for Roma, Paul, the mama. Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk. Another mama here, yeah. Mm -hmm. Emma Stone and Rachel Vice, both for the favorite. <laughs> Those clips, can I just say, watching that oh again, wow. The winner is the wonderful Regina King. Well-deserved. Uh, Y'all missed her career until now. But you had to wait to see the Emmys give her three of them. Right, really, exactly she, before you acknowledged. Right, before you got, and y'all didn't nominate her for Ray. Like, don't Come think on. that. We didn't forget. No, we didn't forget. I will never, ever forget that. Mm-hmm. But, I you know, forget that. she was the epitome of class. I look forward to her winning even more. She actually deserves more Emmys as well, but we won't get into that. She looks. There, at, she looked absolutely stunning. Great. And her speeches this year, because she's been sweeping, mm -hmm. have been absolutely spot on. She's announced that her cup. You know, she's doing fifty percent, if not more, women and, and people of color. Like she really is using this platform for for a reason. So. And this is a strong category, ref. So. Yeah. Actor in supporting role, Mahershal Ali. Oh. Adam Driver. Adam, not in the same movie driver. Oh, goodness. <laughs> for Black Klansman. And Sam that's actually Elliott. the ref uh, putting respect on his name, by the way. No, it's very respectful. Yeah. They know that. Sam Elliott, <laughs> star is born. Hey, um, Sam Elliott's been working for how many years and just now getting it? Well, anyway, 50. Richard E. Grant, can you ever forgive me? And Sam Rockwell playing Mr. Bush. Uh, not, well, not that bush, the other bush, uh, for Vice. And Mahershala Ali gets it. Really no surprise here. He's been sweeping. Um, Sam Elliott, that, this is a tough category, to be honest. Mm. This is a very tough category. Now, when I say that Adam Driver was not in the same movie as Black Klansman, it's not a detriment, as the critics said, to his acting actually is high respect. Yeah. for his role in that Sam Elliott rips your heart out in A Star is Born. You really can't contain yourself. Richard E. Grant, I hear, is just absolutely hilariously amazing. And Sam Rockwell never, ever, ever disappoints. But Mahershala took it, and we um, have different opinions. Well, I don't know if we have different opinions about this, but Mahershala Ali, all I have to say is you went from playing Juan in Moonlight to uh, to uh, this gentleman in Green Book to True Detective on HBO. Give that man his Emmys, Oscars, Grammys, Tonys, 
as well as, you know, the NBA championship, because I'm sure he's going to win that one day. Too. Yeah. And the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and President Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Do it all. He's a brilliant actor. Yes. And you know that he is, you know what? He's one of my act, favorite actors of all time. Yeah, he's up there. Definitely all up time. There. I do have to say, watching Green Book halfway through, I was kind of like, why do you have Mahershala in this? I, I was like, I could have done this before I went to acting school. Why do you have him in here? And then we get those vulnerable moments. And you go, this is what you paid the man to do. That. Okay, this is where he can take us all to school. As you said, this is a strong category. I gotta tell you, Richard E. Grant, wow. Okay, just, I love all of these performances except for Sam, because I didn't see Sam, but we know Sam. Mm. I love the clip, I'll put it that way, for Sam. Now, directing. Black Klansman, that's Spike Lee. Of course. Cold War, that's Pablo Pablikovsky. I won't say that again. No, you won't. The favorite, Yorgos Lanthimos. Roma! You know who, Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> and Vice, directed by Adam McKay. This is strong, this category. Yeah, but also noticeably some people are missing. Some people missing, yeah. Yeah. Barry Jenkins. Where is he? Where but is okay. he? Okay. Well, okay. you know, I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking now. Don't do it. Alfonso wins because of what the ref said. He did everything. He did. I told you, ref. Look, I said, I think the next movie he will do it alone. He did thank everybody consistently accepting these awards. He talked about how this is a collaborative art, which it is, except in his case, because the next movie <laughs> he's doing everything, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be on camera, behind it. Everything is going to be Alfonso, and he will win all categories. In all next categories, year. including makeup. <laughs> That's right. He's going to win all of them. Uh, I'm I'm so happy for him. Technically, technically, it doesn't get any better. Technically. You you cannot. And I just implore people, if possible, I know it'll be difficult to see this in a theater. It is not like watching it at home. You can't, it, it just doesn't translate as well because of the sound of this movie, the way it immerses you in it. So it's it's a difficult watch, I believe, for many um, when it comes to watching it at home. And what I've read from Deadline.com is a lot of the people they talked to watched like a half an hour and stopped. See, because yeah. they were at home. Yeah. Yeah. But, it was, but I watched it at home and it was a tough tough yeah i was laying on the couch and i thought oh my gosh but i i have to i have no 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 i have to say as far as directing not only where he placed the camera which is more of a cinematographer but he hired a young woman that we'll talk about in a second mm -hmm. who had no acting experience Mm. A young indigenous woman who had no acting experience, who was off in some small village about to teach. She was a teacher, yeah. Just, just some little tiny rinky-dink Mexican village in off of his radar, and got her to deliver a performance that you're like, whoa, okay, mm -hmm. what's going on here? So you know, hats off to Alfonso and everybody in that category. Let's move on to in a leading role. Now this, talk about stacking the deck. Yeah. Christian Bale for Vice. Mm. Bradley Cooper, who directed himself in A Star is Born. Sure did. 
And who was his acting teacher? <laughs> Susan Batson. That's right. Special arts. <laughs> Willem Dafoe at Eternity's, for At Eternity's Gate. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. And then Viggo Mortensen tops it off for Green Book. Now, this, going into this, we, one person's been dominating. He's been mm. winning. But these performances mm. are... Going into this before the momentum, before the campaigning, Willem Dafoe was the lead in that everybody was, after Eternity's Gate came out, everybody was talking about that performance. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then Brad Cooper came out and they're like, oh my goodness. Christian Bale was like, oh, surely he's going to get it. Viggo Mortensen got a nod. But it was Rami Malek who took it home. And that man, as you said, watching the extras, (laughs) he said, you know what? I'm not going to be sucked and swallowed into the nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to stand my ground and hire people who can help me translate Freddie Mercury to the big screen. And he took it home. Yeah. And I guess Gamork was Brian Singer in this story. Um, Look, (laughs) Rami Malek, let's get real. Let's do it. Had nothing to work with when it comes to the script. Whoa, whoa. You tell me, everybody, watching Bohemian Rhapsody, what you learned that <laughs> was that stuck with you about Queen or Freddie Mercury. What actually was the point? What lingered? Was it the music or the story? The only thing I left with is the music. It's still in my head, by the way. Yeah, but that's also something that you could listen to on the radio or pop a disc in. That's you know, the point. Or disc, who pops a disc in? <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, occasionally. That's disgusting. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just joking. DVDs. Now, no. Rami, Rami went to the man. Freddie Mercury did his work. Got a a movement coach. Got a vocal coach. They deserve their awards. I think that the movement coach and vocal coach should get an award as well. They did everything they could outside of the script and the direction. Because there was nothing there. The rest of this cast, wasted. Wasted. I don't know why it's here. Now, I know that the uh, still uh, the members of Queen who are still alive really wanted to protect Freddie's uh, legacy, which, of course, I get that. But who is he? Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is. Well, he's such a fascinating man. We do know who yes. he is from, if you just remember or research about him he he is a fascinating 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 man and you know maybe that's another movie yeah maybe it is uh what a wonderful category here though wow. actually would like to see um ryan murphy <laughs> do it i would love that that would be yeah. grand he you know what he should make a tv show out of it exactly and, come on ryan um and look for, for Bradley Cooper, man, what are you doing next? What, what has, he, the way he's grown as an actor, Ref, okay. Actress in a leading role. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I could do this for all the, Whittle Defoe, you can listen to my review of Eternity's yes, Game. you can listen you can to his listen. review. Okay. Vigo's always brilliant, regardless of what he says okay, by mistake. Okay, moving on to actress in a leading role! Yelitsa Aparicio for Roma. Yelitsa Aparicio. Oh, yes. That's just beautiful. 
beautiful work. Glenn Close. I mean, you pronounce it good. Right, I know that's why I'm laughing. (laughs) Glenn Close in The Wife. She took the Golden Globe, remember? She sure did. Did she get the sack, too? No. Okay. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. And by the way, everyone, Olivia Coleman will be the queen in the next installment of The Crown. Get ready. Listen, th- that sealed the deal. Like, people were like, okay, we put some respect <laughs> on Olivia's name because okay. it was, was wishy. We were like, Claire Foy, how's she going to do that? Mm. When you see Olivia Coleman, I was like, oh, okay. Because I knew her TV work. But anyway, yeah, you did. Lady, Ga- Lady Gaga in A Star is Born saying, in my first movie, <laughs> you will not embarrass me. That's and fifth, Melissa McCarthy and Can You Ever Forgive Me? What? Now the Razzies gave her an award for another movie. And here she is for Best Actress. And this, what a wonderful category of acting. I've got to say, I did call it. I did say Olivia Coleman deserved it. I meant it when I said it. She was surprised because Glenn Close is great and has a wonderful career as number one. But the fa- if you have not seen The Favorite, <laughs> it is an experience, okay? Get ready, it is for adults, <laughs> I will say that. But this performance, now from the clips, you go, oh, this is a comedy, it is. It is a period piece like you've never seen before. But there is a scene in the favorite that is drama and Olivia Coleman nailed it. And it makes all of the craziness make sense. So when you see costumes being made fun of by Melissa McCarthy <laughs> and <laughs> Brian, Brian Tyree Henry, brilliant. right? Look it up, look it up. But there's a reason for that that you will find out in this movie. It is heartbreaking. She sealed the deal there. I congratulate all of these nominees. Olivia Coleman's performance is one of, if not the best overall, I don't care who's acting, of last year. Well, I will also co-sign that her, not only was her performance one of the best, but her acceptance <laughs> speech was clearly one of the best because everyone gave her a standing ovation. Not because she won, but because she gave the best darn acceptance speech ever. She admitted in the speech, oh my God, I got an Oscar. <laughs> and she goes, I'll never, this will never happen again. And she tells Glenn Close in front of the world, I'm so sorry, this didn't work out. <laughs> not the way I wanted it. She said, this is not the way I wanted it to work out. <laughs> I love her. I can't wait to see her in the, um, in the crowd. Now listen, this is why we're here. Uh-oh. This is the big one. Are we ready for this? Everybody has been waiting for. <laughs> Everybody's been campaigning for. They have the blood, the sweat, the tears. The blood. The wigs. The wigs. <laughs> <laughs> the spray tans. <laughs> Lipo and Botox, all for this moment. <laughs> Best picture nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody, they all start with B's. <laughs> the favorite, Green Book, Roma. Not Aroma, Roma. <laughs> a Star is Born, and finally Vice. Now, let's not play games here. Oh. There was an expectation in the room 
Mm-hmm. And we knew it wasn't going to happen, but there was an expectation. There was another dark horse in the room. It had been sweeping all night, just about. Surely it's going to get it. Mm. But no. Green Book took it home and people were shocked and some weren't. Now remember, Green Book did win Best Comedy for the Golden Globe. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it came out of nowhere. But it was a shock that it would take home the actual Academy and... I think everybody on stage was partially shocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you look at how big Octavia Spencer's eyes are, <laughs> she was like, oh, for real? Okay, <laughs> add this to my collection of Oscars. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took it home. And what a, what a, to be honest with you, please listen to our snubs. Uh, as we keep saying, there are some pictures here missing. Missing. There are some feature films missing but i personally have to say that with all the controversy and everything that's going around about green book yeah all the things that people are saying and boycotting and rioting and certain people leaping out of their seats during the awards and walking out and angry and shunning it and saying all sorts of terrible things in the press about it these are well-respected people saying these things by the way i'm not gonna call anybody out on this you might but i'm not I enjoyed Green Book. I did. There it is. It's out there. I enjoyed it. It was a pleasurable experience. I thought this is a a best picture movie that will translate. It's almost like Forrest Gumpy. Like it's just, I I will watch it more than once. The performances were so strong. The story, this, like you're going to say in a second, this is about someone we hadn't seen before. Green Book. I'm not mad at it. Now, Roma, okay. Everybody was expecting it to win. It already got its due. The favorite, the dark horse in this category, didn't quite make the leap and jump. We knew Bohemian Rhapsody wouldn't. Uh, A Star is Born, good effort, Vice. And then of course you've got Black Panther. You got Bob Iger in the audience like, okay, I'm ready to go up anytime now. (laughs) Alan Horn, Kevin Feige, everybody was in there waiting for, you know, the Black Panther uh, acceptance. But Julia Roberts, did not say black nothing. She said green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she sure did. Um, black Panther. Let, let me just go in order before I get to green book. Black Panther. Let me, let me say this about Black Panther. Black Panther doesn't need an Oscar. Now, here's why. Yeah, here's why. What's the goal? Because I'm goal-oriented. I like to know where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. Is the goal that we want more movies like Black Panther? Is that the goal? If so, it won. You know how much money that made? You think that people aren't scrambling trying to replicate the success? Mm -hmm. It's a winner. It's so much of a winner, by the way. It's above the Oscars. It doesn't need an Oscar for validation. What's an Oscar gonna do for it? It's gonna be something nice you put on the shelf. Mm. The legacy is what's coming Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in cinema. Let's track that. Track it. Track that, okay? So that's the point about Black Panther 
that I want to make. And now, Black Klansman. Oh my gosh, we're going to go through all these. (laughs) I talked about Black Klansman. You heard what I had to say about it. The ref, check out her review because that will help. Now, Bohemian Rhapsody has no business in this category. Moving on. I'm skipping the favorite because I'm coming back to it. Roma, we talked about it. The thing about Roma is who distributed it? Netflix. Mm -hmm. And there are members of the Academy who go, Netflix is spelling the doom of cinema. We can't let them win. We can let Alfonso win. We love him, but not Netflix. So well, that's Berlin and Venice film festivals agree with you on that. Yeah. Yes. So that's what they're saying. I'm going to say to them, get ready. You can't stop the march of history. Anyway, A Star is Born. I just really, you know, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, I mean, Sam Elliott, all of these people. I appreciate this. It was a flawed movie that I enjoyed. Thank you for that. Uh, Vice, I've got to see. I will see. I just didn't feel like paying to go out to see it. Now, Green Book. You know, for Green Book, there are people out here, and we'll do it this this time and why watch that. There are people who talk about, hey, what about the title? Where's the Green Book in Green Book? It's there, but it's not there to their liking. Okay, I got that. They got, okay, we have a white man driving a black man. Interesting. But then he saves the black man. He teaches him how to do all this stuff that he should know. Okay. You're offended by that as well. Got it. Why do we have these white people telling a black man's story? Well, okay. Let's say you have that as well. What I'll say to everybody is this. First of all, if you're complaining, have you seen it? Have you actually seen it? Or have you read about it? And if you want the full picture, we know that Doc Shirley's family was highly opposed to this. Okay, you want the full picture? Here's what I suggest, because we've heard all the negative. Go to Deadline.com, search for Green Book, and read and listen. You will hear Doc Shirley in his own words. You will hear Tony Lip in his own words. You will read an interview with the Kennedys who are involved in this. If you haven't seen the movie, you don't know why. So you'll read that. You will have what Harry Belafonte said about his friend who was Doc Shirley. That's what he said. You can go to The Hollywood Reporter, read what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had to say about a lot of this stuff, about who Doc Shirley was and why certain things may not matter because of the point that was made about him. Just make sure that you have all of the information and that you watch it if you want before you cast judgment. Now, we do have problems with Peter Farrelly's past. Okay. Nick Vallelonga, I'm not talking about that. Whatever. We've got all of that but you've got to consider the whole thing. Also consider Mahershala Ali is in this. I'm going to follow Mahershala. Octavia Spencer is an executive producer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow Octavia. I'm going to follow her. Octavia. Octavia. (laughs) Also, there are some people, even 
going after the great John Lewis for introducing it at the Oscars. Oh my gosh, this is a Green Book dissertation. It is, because this is important to get through for me. So my question this is where I end for Green Book. And then, uh, well, let me just say now, out of this category, I would have voted for the favorite. So there we go with that. But when it comes to Green Book, tell me everybody, just who has told any story about a black man like that? Who? And if you can't think of anybody else, why not? Are you done? <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> oh, it's it. No, oh. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is our Oscar love. This is how we, this is the culminating experience and so yes we get long-winded and we get passionate and we're yelling and screaming and we're we're dissertating and all these things because why we love movies we work hard the critic works hard the referee works hard mm. why watch that works hard to deliver to you listeners the best that we have about the best that we have <laughs> with the oscars so with that being said, we hope you enjoyed the award season. Oh, don't you worry your little self. There's more to come. I am sure they're already revving up. So you can take a rest for now. But until then, happy Oscars, everybody. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.